This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lou. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors defeated the Philadelphia 76ers by a score of 129-112 to uh, on Tuesday night at the Air Canada Centre. Uh, a nice bounce back performance from the Raptors, um, you know, from Monday's game where they got thoroughly outclassed by the Bucks. Obviously, you know, there was no Kawhi Leonard in that game. That made a big difference today. Kawhi Leonard played, you know, he's kind of an important player. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, the Raptors, I think the one thing you should take away from this game is that um, Philadelphia has most of the same problems as they had last year. Um, they still turn the ball over a ton, like comical amounts of turnovers. They had 23 turnovers tonight. Um, but they can still be a deadly team. They can still hurt you on the glass. They're a very physical, athletic team. They're, you know, they still have a couple of shooters that can really wiggle free and, and hurt you. And mostly that is just JJ Redick. But, you know, Redick does incite a lot of panic, especially when he starts to get going and it kind of opens up all the Philadelphia 76ers offense. Um, but fundamentally, they just don't have enough shooting in the starting lineup, really. Like, it's just, you know, even on a good night when they, they get four threes from Covington and three threes from Embiid, which is not the usual, uh, not the norm. I mean, you know, they still couldn't really threaten. But, you know, the Sixers have the same problems. And the Raptors, well, they, you know, got Kawhi Leonard. So that's a big deal. Uh, we could start with Kawhi, who um, I, I just think that he's just he's just so consistently excellent. On a night-to-night basis, um, obviously, you know, there are nights where he's going to rest, and we saw that twice already, and there's a bit of confusion about that, although the Raptors came out today and said, you know, they're going to be smart about his usage, and so you just have to check from game to game. So, okay, that's cool. That's where we're going to keep it at. That's cool. That's great. That's good that we know, but, um, man, when he does play, Kawhi Leonard is really, really good. Um, the stat line tonight, 31 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals. 10 of 19 from the field goal, um, you know, 205 from deep, 9 of 10 from the free throw line in 34 minutes. I mean, just MVP level performance, dominant performance where he's just going to be, um, you know, at this level every single night. And uh, it's just nice to see um, defensively. That's the part where you really got to talk about because Ben Simmons was the uh, unfortunate player that had to play against Kawhi Leonard tonight. And Ben Simmons had 11 turnovers. All right? 11 turnovers. Ben Simmons was two rebounds away from a quadruple-double with turnovers. As it is, he still got the triple-double with turnovers. Congratulations. But Kawhi Leonard, I mean, he just he just hounds you. I mean, I'm sorry. I feel bad for players that got to go up against Kawhi Leonard. The, the guy who's actually done the best so far is probably Wes Matthews. I thought he actually got a couple of shots off against Kawhi, but... Man, Ben Simmons cannot shoot. Ben Simmons just kept driving to the paint, and Kawhi just kept picking him off. I mean, Kawhi only had four steals. Uh, very important steal, actually, at the end of the game, where the Sixers kind of made a bit of a, put, a comeback at the end of the game, and I'll talk about that in a second. But, um, you know, 
Kawhi kind of just put that to bed where Simmons is trying to dribbling around in the paint, trying to like survey for a shot, which is basically what he does, right? He kind of just keeps his dribble alive and moves around from side to side and uh, the Sixers screen. And then he tried to find somebody for open for a jumper. Kawhi comes in, pokes the ball away from him, steals it. They go the other way. Kawhi gets the ball. He's in the corner. And then he pops a three. And, and that's it ends any hope of a comeback. I mean, he's this two-time defensive player of the year for a reason. And on the play before that, Kawhi, uh, it was the Sixers had just gotten the defensive rebound. And Kawhi basically comes and reaches around Simmons and pokes it away from him. Um, and, you know, they were able to recover the ball, Simmons with great hustle, really, to uh, torpedo, I think, Danny Green to get the loose ball and, and save possession. But doesn't matter, man. Kawhi just came back and picked him again. I mean, like, it's it's comical, man. He's, he's that good defensively. And then offensively, you can't take anything away from this man. I mean, he's just I, – I, I really mean that. I don't mean that in a cliche sense. I mean, like, you can't deny him of his offense. Like, unless you're going to commit to doubling him all the time, which is a difficult decision to do when the, the Raptors have, you know, two shooters in Kyle Lowry and Danny Green who are both hitting really well right now. Also, Bach has been really efficient from the field. And then Siakam's always, uh, you know, a threat to cut. So it's difficult to double Kawhi. But unless you're going to – if you don't double Kawhi, He's just going to get to his spots, and he's going to score. And he's going to be efficient every single night. Like, just look at tonight. 31 points and 10 of 19 shooting with 9 to 10 from the free throw line. I mean, just, you can't really stop him from getting the shots off. Like, you know, Robin Covington, I think last year made first-team all-defense, which is, you know, a little bit suspect, I would say. I, he's he's nice, but he's, he's like Trevor Reza nice. He's not like, you know, uh, you know Danny Green or Kawhi Leonard nice. But, um yeah, I mean, Kawhi's just shooting over him. Same thing with Ben Simmons, just shooting over him, you know? Like, Joel Embiid trying to come at him. And, like, Kawhi is just is interesting because he's such a complete offensive player, and he and he always knows how he can get his shot. So whenever he wants a shot, he goes into the post. The Raptors try to run some, you know, cross screens today to get him uh, switched onto a smaller guy and then post him up. You know, we've seen the Raptors do that with um, uh, DeMar a ton in the past, but... Same idea, except Kawhi is just able to get to the shot and then always rise up for an open shot, like always, man. And um, sometimes he doesn't even need to. Like I, I think the Raptors actually ran into a little bit of trouble today um, trying to get those little mismatches for Kawhi. And I remember a possession where Danny Green tried to get him that switch by keeping his dribble alive and then got pressured into a turnover. Like this, Sometimes there's just no need. Like You could just put Kawhi into the post and he's going to score. But also he's just a complete scorer. I mean, there's a transition he can score. I mean, like coming off... Cuts, he can score. He can hit the wide open threes. He can pull up on the threes. He can get to the foul line. You know, like today, ten free throw attempts. I feel like uh, very well deserved effort because he kept going to the basket. He's fearless. He's strong. He's gonna get to the rim, and he's he was excellent, man. He got MVP chance tonight. Uh, you know, I mean, still think they're a bit thirsty uh, this early in the season, but tonight it was absolutely a night where he deserved it. I mean, that steal on Ben Simmons and then hitting that three in the corner there just. Um, incredible, and I think Kawhi has consistently performed in these close games so, so far this season. You look at the Cavs game, um, you look at that Timberwolves game, you look at that uh, Mavericks game, and then you look at this game. Like when he's in the game and the game is close, Kawhi Leonard's gonna get the ball and he's gonna score and he's gonna be efficient and he's gonna play great defense as well. So great performance from Kawhi. He gets the first star, and then man, there's a lot of competition for the second star because like there are a lot of good things happen tonight for the Raptors. I mean. 
when you score 129 points, you're going to get a couple great uh, performances. I thought Serge Ibaka was pretty good again. Um, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 7 of 13 shooting from the field, uh, an assist, 2 steals, and 3 blocks. Uh, the one thing I want to highlight with Ibaka is, like, we can kind of just, like, we're getting used to the fact that he's just going to get, you know, about this, like, 16 points a game, you know, shoot about 50% from the field, and then get, like, you know, 3 or 4 offensive rebounds like he did tonight, and, and also be good defensively, like, I just have to remind everyone, Serge Ibaka was not doing this at the end of last season. I mean, like, Serge Ibaka ended the year playing really, really shit basketball and then continuing to the playoffs. Game one against the Wizards notwithstanding was trash. And it was just like, all right, it looked like a lost cause. But now Ibaka is just consistently good, night-to-night basis. Like, he's, he's he just – I don't know if it's like a hot streak because it really doesn't feel like anything he's doing is too unsustainable. Um, but he just – He's just been good on a night-to-night basis. I mean, like, how many... This is, like, seven games in a row he's had double-digit points. I mean, he just had 30. Now he has 16 tonight. I mean, I bet you... I mean, I I could probably go through the box score and look, but there was not a seven-game stretch last year where the Baca scored more than 10 points a game and the way he's doing it right now with the kind of efficiency. So, Baca's been good. I thought he was good tonight. Um, you know, the mid-range game was working really well. Uh, the, the the two-man game with Kyle Lowry has been phenomenal. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, good job by Pascal. Good job by Pascal Siakam as well. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Good job by Serge, but yeah, good job by Pascal as well. I mean, 15 points, 15 rebounds last night. He has in a career high, 22 points in Milwaukee, uh, in scoring. And then now he establishes a career high in rebounding with 15 tonight to go along with two rebounds, three steals, six of eight shooting from the field and three of four from the free throw line game high plus 24 in 33 minutes. Pascal was great. Like he's just he's great. It's like watching his development has been really fun. I like the fact that he's rebounding a lot more. Serge has actually done a really good job of like boxing out this year. Not really this game. I don't really think he did a good job boxing out this game. Sixers kind of just overwhelmed them. Um, but uh, Siakam came in and, and just was really active on the glass. I mean, 15 rebounds is is kind of nuts for a guy who's not really imposing. He's a six foot eight guy. He's long and he's athletic, but for him to get 15 rebounds is it's really impressive, and it's nice when he gets the rebounds because he can just take that and then push the break. And, um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. But all Raptors fans know what Pascal can do on, on the fast break. So, it's nice this year, too, that he's able to both be the finisher and also just be the initiator. Um, we saw flashes of that last year. This year, he's just been dominant. Like, he's just, he's just been really dominant in transition, and I'm really happy to see him doing what he's doing. Kalari. Um, probably gets a second start tonight. I mean, he was phenomenal. 20 points, three rebounds, 12 assists, a uh, steal. That's four straight games of double-digit assists for Kyle now, five on the season. Uh, he leads the NBA in assists. Uh, you know, 12 assists is going to help him maintain that lead tonight. Uh, and also just, you know, an efficient outing from the field, 7-14, 3-7 from deep, 3-4 from the free throw line. Um, I-, I saw a lot of progress tonight from Kyle in the sense that, like, there was one moment, I think, in the second quarter where Kyle didn't get a very obvious foul call. No, it was the first quarter. Um, he was, like, running to uh, the-, the corner three, and then the referee, was some for some reason, was on the court. And so Kyle kind of, like, tripped up on his legs on the shot. And like he was like really upset with the ref, not to call foul because the referee's part of the you know the part of the game, so you know whatever. But like just pissed at the ref for being on the court at once. And I thought that might be one of those games where you know Kyle gets it into his head to like pick a fight with the refs, and he didn't do that. I didn't even really see him really talk to the ref for the rest of the game. I'm sure he did because he's you know kind of a dickhead about it. But I mean like you know Kyle really kept his focus, he really bounced back from uh, a poor game in Milwaukee where he shot 0 of 9 from three. He got three threes tonight. 
Um, and also just him driving to the rim a couple times, you know, it's, it's, uh, is, I mean, the, really right now with Kyle, the best thing you want to see is the assists. Like, um, you know, he's getting Ibaka in all the right spots for sure. He, he's the one that's the best at setting up Kawhi Leonard. He's found Danny Green for a couple of wide open looks. Uh, and, and then with Pascal running the way he is, I mean, nobody loves to throw those full court touchdown transition passes as much as Kyle does. And so, um, with the starting lineup working the way it is, you, you got to really credit Kyle for being the point guard and the, the engine for the whole team. So good job by Kyle. Uh, Danny Green was solid 10 points, four rebounds, two steals, a block, two rebounds, two threes. He is what it is, you know? I mean, I thought um, it was interesting to see Danny Green getting used in the post on, like, two or three possessions against J.J. Redick. It was just uh, a little bit strange. I'm not really sure why they did it. I guess Redick is kind of a defensive liability, but I still wouldn't orient my offense to Danny Green in the post to do that. But, I mean, I, I just don't remember ever seeing Danny Green in the post ever, and he's played, like, probably 10 seasons in the league now, so... It's a bit strange, but uh, it worked out one time. I think uh, the Sixers came to double, and Pascal, um, you know, wisely slid into the dunker spot, and Danny Green found him with a bounce pass, and he dunked it. So, you know, maybe there's something to explore there. But, I mean, for the most part, you know, solid game from Danny Green, as you would expect. Coming off the bench, JV, 23 points uh, on in 17 minutes, which is hilarious. Um, I, you know, I tweeted out in jest that Amir Johnson was still better than him. Obviously, he's not. I mean, Amir wasn't better than JV back in Toronto, and except for maybe 2013-14, although I think I would say they were pretty even at that time. I guess the rookie season, Amir Johnson was better. But, I mean, like, JV kind of just, you know, dominated, went to, went to work. 23 points. On 8 of 14 shooting, 6 of 6 from the free throw line, hit a corner 3, hit a baseline jumper, uh, 2 blocks as well for JV. The only thing I don't like from JV was that, like, defensively he, was, he wasn't he was quite there, and he wasn't really rebounding as much as he usually is. I mean, only 4 rebounds is uh, not great, but, um, you know, you can't argue with that production. I mean, 23 points in 17 minutes on 14 shots is nuts. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the only other thing of note really was that DeLon Wright... Uh, I've, you know, it, it looked better watching the game than it does now in the box score, but, um, he, I thought he was solid, right? He, he finally started making those like high impact momentum swinging plays that, you know, the capable of doing, um, you know, he picked, um, there was like a stretch in the second quarter there where Kualiner came into the game early. Nick Nurse is doing, uh, a little bit better of a job staggering his stars so that, you know, Lowry played the first 10 minutes until the bench came in and then the bench only played by themselves for two minutes. And then the bench played by themselves for another two minutes to start the third, uh, second quarter and Kawhi came in. And so, you know, they had coverage with, um, some more reliable players with the, the bench that has been struggling. Um, but, um, Kawhi gets, you know, elbowed in the eye by Robert Covington and, uh, you know, no, play, no call, no foul was calling the play. And so, Nick Nurse wanted DeLon to take the intentional foul. And then instead of just taking the foul on uh, Markel Fultz, poor Markel Fultz, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, DeLon Wright pokes him uh, and gets the, and gets the, gets the steal, strips him, and then goes for a layup. He kind of missed, which is a little bit uh, embarrassing. But, I mean, still, you know, I thought DeLon just came through with a couple of momentum swinging plays. And it kind of reminded us that, like, that's the kind of element that DeLon can bring to this game where – Man, if the Raptors starters are playing the way they are, and I think that's definitely sustainable, they're going to have one of the best starting lineups in the league this year. Um, but if they can just get some reliable bench production from DeLon and Van Vliet whenever he's back from this lingering toe issue, um, you know, that would just help the Raptors be more steady throughout the game. Because 
We saw it tonight, man. I mean, the Raptors have these great stretches where they can sustain leads. I mean, they had 35 points in the first quarter, 38 points in the third quarter. Like, they're just able to explode for these runs. And they're they're great defensively, too. I thought the Raptors, um, you know, I mean, the Sixers had 23 turnovers. Like, yeah, I don't even have to say they're great defensively. But there's just a couple things that's keeping them from sustaining their effort, whether that's um, not being able to rebound uh, on the defensive glass. The Sixers got 17 offensive rebounds um i think the raptors have conceded 10 or more in all their games so far it's kind of a problem um and whether it's that or it's the fact that the bench just can't hold leads right now and like i thought the bench was actually decent ish tonight but uh because of jv but even still jv 23 points in 17 minutes but he was only a plus one like that tells you kind of what the production on the floor was like and um, you're just gonna eventually need better production from your bench and so We'll see that gets fixed with uh, Van Vliet uh, back in the lineup consistently with Wright. But for the moment, it's leading to these mo- stretches where basically the starters have to be brilliant. And the starters are brilliant. That's the thing. They, they'll come in. They'll give you an extra 10 points, start of the third, ex- start of the first. And it's just up to the bench to not mismanage those extra 20 points. And, you know, tonight they almost mismanaged it. The Sixers cut a 21-point uh, you know, deficit down to about 7 points, uh, but the Raptors you know, closed it out. Kawhi was great. Uh, Kawhi got the first star, Kawhi got the second star, and then third star, you can easily give it to one of Pascal, Serge, uh, or JV. I'm going to give it to Pascal today just because I thought he you know, just made higher impact plays and he had the highest plus minus. Um, so there you go. Those are your three stars. And then in terms of your Gerald Henderson award, I'm going to go with Mike Muscala. And he had the lowest like plus minus uh, in the game, minus seventeen time with uh with uh Robert Covington. But man, Muscala, twelve points in sixteen minutes, three of five shooting, five of five from the free throw line. The reason he got those five free throws and also two of those offensive rebounds was because he was getting guarded by CJ Miles. And man, CJ Miles, bro, like the the I mean, look, you're a parent now, you gotta like do whatever you can, secure the bag, secure that go daddy bag, but it's not looking good, man. The curse has taken our man CJ, and uh, man, he guard him guarding Mike Muscala was giving me, you know, flashbacks to uh, him in the playoffs against Kevin Love. Like it was, it was that level of just like, why can't you guard him? Like it's Mike Muscala, man. Like it's like him, and like that's it. Like what is what you, if you can't guard Mike Muscala, what are you doing? Like come on, man. Like you know, it's it was unfortunate, but. Um, yeah, Muscala kind of exploded. And it was also just really funny watching the Sixers, to be honest. I mean, going back to them, I mean, like, they really haven't made any improvements this year. It's, you know, people expecting them to make a leap. They didn't. And Embiid's kind of the same player. He's a little bit better than before, but he's not. He was already carrying this team. So him getting a little tiny bit better isn't going to change too much. Sarich, is, I think, is way worse than he was last year. Covington is just what he is. And then, like, Ben Simmons didn't improve his jumper at all. And, I mean, we saw tonight those 11 turnovers. A lot of it was just because he's forcing the action because he can't shoot. And then Markel Fultz, man. I'm rooting for Markel Fultz just because I felt like he got dragged in the mud a lot last year. And it's hard for any 19, 20-year-old to, to go through that much scrutiny. But I, I will say this. He he plays he plays like 30-year-old Derrick Rose after the knee injuries. Like, that's, that's his game right now is what Derrick Rose's game is for the Timberwolves. In fact, I think Derrick Rose is having a better year than Markel Fultz on the season, which... It's tough, man. If if that's the player that you wouldn't trade for Kawhi Leonard, who we saw tonight, Kawhi, you know, big difference maker in this game. If that's the player you're holding on to, Markel Fultz, and you're expecting him to suddenly become, you know, the player that he was supposed to be. I mean, 
it's tough, man. We could look back on this whole era and you might think, man, they had Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, but they just couldn't get that third guy. And Fultz is supposed to be that third guy, but man looks like washed up Derrick Rose. It's it's uh it's it's unfortunate. But um the Raptors look great. They're seven and one now, six and zero at home. Um Sixers are now four and four on the season, oh and four on the road. And uh yeah, I mean look, it's it's a nice bounce back game from the Bucks game for sure. So that's nice to see. The Raptors are about to embark uh on a four game road trip where um they're gonna start on Friday against the Suns and I'll be back after that game to recap um you know the first stop in their four game road trip. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at myhealthpolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called myhealthpolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose myhealthpolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call.